Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Jeremy and Eric both sent me a story about a man whose junked car is being taxed, and the taxes on his junked car have skyrocketed recently. And this whole thing <laughs> raises more questions. From KMBC, Matt Fleena writes this. Uh, this is happening in Kansas. Classic cars tax bill creates questions and concerns for Kansas man. Now, it's not really a classic car in the sense that it's not an actual full car. It's it's a piece of a car. It's a, a frame with some stuff attached to it. It's, it's what you'd call a parts car, but it's not a complete car. But the man contacted KNBC9 Investigates for more information to see if they could help him figure out why the value of his 1979 Corvette frame had jumped. The value had jumped, and, and so had its tax bill. And so there's no plate on this car. It's not registered. It's not drivable. It's not complete. It's sitting in his garage covered in stuff. It's, it's like you imagine when you pop open a garage filled with stuff, and you look and you go, hey, there's a car underneath there. Except this car like doesn't have wheels, doesn't have an engine, drivetrain, none of that stuff. It's, it's just the frame and portions of the body, and it's something you'd use as a parts car. So the man who owns it is a classic car enthusiast. But this year, his parts car has become a surprisingly expensive burden on his ambitions. His 1979 Corvette frame that he bought for $1,000 in case his other 1979 Corvette needs replacement parts was appraised at $12,100 for last year. So apparently, if you've got a car that's not registered and it's just sitting around, they will still tax it. And um, that doesn't seem right to me, but hey, (laughs) I'm not in Kansas. Holly's Corvette frame has no engine, no transmission. Much of the interior is missing. The fuel line's been cut. So it's a little bit more than just a frame, okay? It's not just a frame. But he says, I got this personal property tax bill for $718. And he goes, I thought that was pretty unrealistic for a car frame. So they want him to pay one time for the year $718. Presumably, he'd pay that or more next year. And he only paid $1,000 for this thing when he bought it. So he said the Corvette frame's appraisal is a far cry from the $1,000 appraisal that the county had done previously. So previously, the county had agreed with him on the value of being $1,000. And so the $1,000 junked car would be taxed at a much lesser amount. According to official county records, he's never paid more than $61 in taxes since his payment for the car frame in 2015. And again... Uh, I'm curious as to what's going on there as to how many places actually have a tax on the cars you have that don't run. But <laughs> he said it's an affordable hobby, but being punished with the taxes, that's inappropriate, he said. County records show the man paid half of his property taxes on December 1st. Now, he told KMBC that he received paperwork from the appraiser's office as to how he could pay under protest. So apparently there's a method you can do that. But he still did not feel the situation was right, so he reached out to KMBC 9 Investigates for help. So apparently they say, if you want to object or protest the amount we've assessed here, you have to pay the amount and then file an appeal, in essence. And you can fight it out on the appeal, and if we rule in your favor, then you'll get a refund of what you overpaid. 
A Douglas County spokesperson sent back the following statement within a couple of hours of researching the situation recently and said the Douglas County Appraiser's Office sent a notice of value change in May of 2022 to all Douglas County residents who own personal property. How many people in that town, that county don't own personal property? <laughs> Including the man in the story here. He then contacted the Douglas County Appraiser's Office on November 30th when staff provided instructions about how to complete the payment under protest process. Taxpayers may appeal or protest the valuation or assessment of their property if all or part of the tax is paid prior to December 20th by submitting a payment under protest application with the Douglas County Treasurer's Office on or before December 20th. After that deadline, all protest forms must be filed at the time taxes are paid. The appraiser's office is willing to review the valuation, but there is a state-mandated procedure that must be followed, as well as needing some additional documentation as the condition of the vehicle. As of today, the appraiser's office has not received any of this documentation. To date, a payment under protest application has not been filed with the Douglas County Treasurer's Office. So they're saying that the man has not appealed, and there's a process in place whereby he could appeal. And if he does appeal, then they'll handle it like any other appeal. They then go on to say, in 2022, the appraiser's office used the state's prescribed method of valuation, which was found in the J.D. Power NADA guide. The NADA is the preferred method of valuation. In the absence of a NADA value, the actual purchase price is relied upon. Prior to the 2022 valuation, the customer's purchase price was used as the value due to the fact that the staff were not able to locate a value in the NADA guides. Additionally, the customer did not file the 2022 personal property rendition form, adding additional penalties to the account. I'm not sure what a rendition form is, but you'll notice they say they use the NADA guides. The NADA guides, often referred to as the black book, blue book, green book, red book, they have different names for them, different colors to who's using it and so on, but that's based on auction values of cars. Uh, and so if you're looking at the auction value of a 79 Corvette, you've got to take into account that this thing's not complete. In fact, it is very, very incomplete. It's missing its drivetrain, missing its wheels, missing all kinds of stuff. So this is not something that you can price with a NADA guidebook. And there's the mistake right there. So it's not a complete car. After hearing the county's statement, the man said he did not know about the deadline and still did not agree with the vehicle's valuation, especially since it does not run. He said he would work to get the paperwork turned into the county to make sure his appeal is heard. KMBC 9 investigates will continue to follow the situation also. So just so you're clear here, the man lives in Douglas County, Kansas, and he's got a what you call a parts car, but calling it a car you got to be careful because it's not a complete car. Uh, it doesn't have wheels on it. doesn't have an engine, drivetrain, none of that stuff. Basically what it is, it's the frame and much of the bodywork. But apparently some of the interior is missing also. And so he has another 79 Corvette. And so in case he ever needs parts, he bought this parts car. And he stuck it in his garage because it doesn't move. He can't drive it. And it's underneath a whole pile of stuff. And somehow the state became aware that he had it. And they started taxing it. And they've been thinking, apparently, that it's a car. It's a 79 Corvette. When in reality, it's a glorified frame. Okay? And so at one point in time, they said you got to pay $61 in taxes on that. And then somewhere along the line, the number jumped to where it was a substantial amount. 
And they said, well, yeah, that 79 Corvette you got there is worth $12,000. And that 79 Corvette ain't worth $12,000. It's not. (laughs) And so I actually went and found photographs and video of this online. And it's, it's a parts car. And has the value gone up more than the $1,000 he paid for it? That's possible. But this is the kind of thing that drives me crazy because I know that different areas, states, counties, villages, cities, whatever, have different ways of raising money. And on two different occasions, I had an office where once every year or so, somebody would come in from the local municipality and walk through the office and go, okay, whose copier is that? Whose fax machine is that? Whose telephones are those? And then you get a tax bill. And the tax bill is based on how much stuff you had in your office. And now I understand that they want to raise money, but I don't understand why they can't just raise the money by saying, well, you have an office in our city. We'll base it on how many square feet your office is or something. Because they're actually penalizing you for having equipment in there. And I remember actually thinking to myself, I wonder how much money I can save by like taking my copier home or something, you know, or, or um, you know, uh, getting rid of one of the copiers. And you start thinking about things like that. And it's, it's so anti-business to do it that way. But this obviously is an individual who simply has a, a parts car. And again, I hate to use that phrase because it's not a complete car. And you paid a grand for it. And they said, no, no, it's actually worth $12,100. It's like, dude, if you think it's worth 12 grand, give me 12 grand, it's yours. <laughs> no one's giving them $12,000 for that. So it's silly, but that's the sad part. And the process, and I feel sorry for the guy because I saw an interview with him, seems like a nice guy. And for someone to have to deal with this and have to file paperwork to appeal a tax valuation is just stupid. It's just stupid and it wastes so much time. So, you know, the guy said he wasn't aware that this process existed. And I have a feeling that if you said to the tax people, he says he didn't know about the process. They're going to say, oh, it was buried amongst all the paper we sent him. And they probably sent him the bill along with a whole bunch of other stuff. And in there in fine print, it's going to say, if you want to protest this, here's how to do it. And all the deadlines and all things you got to do and what you got. And it's a nightmare. And... Now, I'm not blaming Kansas for this because this does happen everywhere. I know people whose homes uh, have been reevaluated for tax purposes. And they've come back and said, oh, this home has skyrocketed in value since the last time we looked at it. <laughs> person who's living there is going, really? <laughs> you think I can sell it for what you think it's worth? Because, you know, that's what always happens. The people who want it to be worth more, who aren't buying it, are the ones who say it's skyrocketed in value. People want to buy it from you? No, 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 no. It's gone down in value. And, and I understand there's going to be a huge gray area there. But, but this stuff happens, and it's unfortunate. But this is what happens when you have a scheme like this where you've got to place dollar values on piece, you know, pieces of cars and the cars that people own that don't run. So apparently, if you've got a car old and stuck in the ground, as we used to say, out back, in this county, apparently the combined go, yeah, that car out there, you know how much it's worth? Well, it's worth this much. You got to pay taxes on it. So um, I know some car collectors <laughs> in other states right now are going, oh my gosh, if they did this where I lived, I'd, I'd, I'd be in a lot of trouble. 
for all the cars that got junked out back. But KMBC ran it. Jeremy and Eric both sent it. Thanks a lot. Matt Felina wrote it. Classic cars tax bill creates questions and concerns for the Kansas man. But it's not a complete car. It's basically a frame with a bunch of junked parts attached to it. We'll see what happens. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. I rant, therefore I am.